We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, we got kind of a unique, fun, a little bit different show today. Yeah, we're just looking to have some fun, talk about one land in particular, and we'll probably work on moving throughout the lands over the course of the year, slowly but surely. Little little tease, I like it. Yeah. What land are we talking about? Well, if you downloaded the episode, you probably saw in the title, but we will get to... Yeah, who reads titles anymore? Who reads titles? Who reads anything anymore? Come on. Well, one time when... Where were we? Alden one time infamous, infamously, infamously. There Close we go. Close enough. He said, uh, asked if he had read it. And he's like, no, I'll just look at the words and figure it out. I like so, it. Doesn't uh, read, but he looks at the words. The best part of you stumbling right there, our listeners don't know, but they're going to know now. You just got your second shot a few hours ago. Yeah, I got my second shot. Well, about 27, eight hours ago. And, um, yeah, my whole office did that I work with, and everybody did pretty well. A lot of sore arms, but I was the one out of ten that had the fever and the body ache, so it was a lot of fun today. So I didn't know if we were even get this episode in, but here we are. But here we are. You are feeling alive. A lot better. That's great. So if you hear Doug feeling a little loopy, it's because he is a doctor and got a second uh, Moderna shot. So yep, glad that you did that, and uh, glad you uh, should be safe from COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Don't have to worry about bringing it home from work to the family. That's the big thing. That's good. And I can be safer when I go to the dentist. So there you go. There you go. To win yeah. for me as well. Anyway, we need to give a shout out to some new Patreons. Yes. Uh, we got a couple new ones. Matt Hintz and Molly Hempfill. Thank you so yeah. much. I believe they're both churro level. I think maybe. a Dole Whip and a Dole Churro. Dole Whip and a Churro. I got a... I mean, excellent snacks. Great stuff. Yeah. You, yeah. you pick your favorite snack. We need more so, people who like Ohana bread pudding, but we no, do. We do. I mean, who doesn't like Ohana bread pudding? But they're not serving it right That's now. That's probably really. why we don't have as many uh, that level yeah. patrons. Yeah. Makes so sense. Y'all go check it out. See what the different snack levels are. And uh, we, we have a really good bonus episode for Patreon today. Doug is a diehard Chiefs fan, like next mm-hmm. level. And we are going. Mm-hmm. And, and thank you, everyone who messaged us and talked to us and made sure Doug was still alive. Yeah, the after best the were Super the... Bowl. The tweets during the Super Bowl. Oh, it was great. Has anyone checked on Doug? Yeah, it's. I didn't look. Oh, at I did. Stuff. For you a didn't while, talk to so. me until about the third or fourth quarter. Yeah, it was rough. It was. So uh, we're going to talk more about the Super Bowl, some of our favorite ads, and of course, um, just how Doug coped uh, with it. So that'll be a fun Patreon show. Mm-hmm. We also have a, a bonus show going to Patreon with Madison and I talking about the Riviera coming out. So if you want those bonus episodes and more, go to our show notes and check out our Patreon page. But we also have more reviews. Yes, some Apple reviews. We're going to read two today because you guys are leaving so many. I feel like we got to catch up somewhat because we're way back in November still here on this one. So titled Great Disney Podcast by Amber B.A. Love listening to Derek and Doug. They are both so funny and entertaining. I appreciate that they keep it light and are very informative. Keep up the great work. 
Ooh, I go. like it. I think today is going to be one of those light. It's a light day. It's a yeah, good one. Not, yep. We're not going to get bogged down in minutia. All right. Well, maybe. I don't know. All right. The other one we're going to read today is Such a Fun Podcast by Amy.M2011. All right. Very much enjoy listening every week. Derek and Doug are so much fun to listen to. Helps to keep the Disney magic for me until my next trip. There we go. Nice. It's all like about it. keeping the magic alive. That's Derek. what we do. That's what Ooh. we do. Speaking of trips, next week we have a trip report, Doug. Yeah, Michelle and the girls are escaping the cold and going where it's much, much warmer. So we'll hear about Le- that. Leaving you and Alden at home again? Yeah. This is like the basketball. third time that she has was... left you for Disney. It's because of basketball. So, yeah. Work things and basketball. All right. We'll be looking so. forward to that episode next week where Michelle uh, talks about her trip to Walt Disney World. Over, She's going over Valentine's Day, right, Doug? Yeah, yeah, that's how. At least you don't have to uh, buy flowers. I I feel like she's going on a trip. I'm good. There you go. That makes sense in my listeners. Does that make sense? Is she at it? Like, does does Doug have to buy Michelle anything? Really, because we we probably do need to know. We're both guys, and we've both messed this up before. So, female listeners and Patreons, let us know. Does Doug need to get Michelle anything? She's going to Disney without him. I I feel like. It's what's the forecast for Saturday morning? Like negative fourteen or yeah, something it's be here. Cold. Yeah. It, so I feel like that's the gift she go. gets okay. is not that. I like it. Oh. Well, happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. I hope you have a wonderful mm-hmm. one. Stay safe, and hopefully you guys, all the ladies, at least get flowers and chocolates and Chocolate. whatever. Chocolate. Yeah, is chocolate's cute. good. Yeah. yeah. I like it. So, so anyway, speaking of Valentine's Day, the title of the game we're playing today, Derek. Is love it or leave it. And we're looking at one land in particular, Doug. This one uh, makes me chuckle because when I was a kid, it was my favorite land. Like the land, I did. I loved it as a kid. And now as an adult, I don't love it as much anymore. It went from number one and I made my list and it barely sits at number 10. Like, it could oh. fall out of the top 10 pretty quickly. So I made a list today, and I was like, ah, oh, that's crazy. That one land in particular has dropped so far, so fast. And that is Tomorrowland at the Magic yes. Kingdom. So Tomorrowland, we're going to work our way through all of the dining, the shopping, and the attractions. We're going to say whether we love something or we'll leave it alone and just kind of pass on by. You know, it's not that we're going to bulldoze things or anything like that not one of those shows we're going to talk about what we like what we don't like about what's currently there now keep in mind not everything is open as we record this but we're going to talk about everything as if it's open because people will listen in the future the future rope droppers will hear it so are you ready to talk some food oh i'm ready i like talking food so we're going to start with one that has outdoor seating Right in the heart of Tomorrowland, Derek. The lunching pad. I like it. I've gotten a uh, Mickey pretzel there probably half a dozen times. That's about it. That's about it. So it's it's location. The location's great. Yeah. The only problem is no air conditioning, right? It's all outside. It's it's right under Astro Orbiter, People Mover. It's right there in the center. Um, I was thinking about if I'd ever gotten anything from there. And I think about a decade ago, I got the cream cheese Mickey pretzel. Ooh, your pretzel that, guy back in the day. Perfect. Well, it was full of cream cheese, so I don't know if that really counts. That would kill me, but yeah. Right? Yeah. 
So, and uh, since then, I think the only thing I've ever done there is collect cookies at Christmas and Halloween parties. Makes sense. But I do yeah. like that area. It is open. Mm-hmm. And right now, with how the parks are, it is a good place to kind of get away from uh, some of the crowds that can build up in the little areas of Tomorrowland. A lot of outdoor seating. Yep, which perfect. Is good. So, and the play on words, lunching pad oh, is fun. fantastic, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's under a rocket, kind of, sort of, astro orbiters. So launching pad all right to the the big daddy of them all in the land eric sure cosmic ray starlight cafe you better keep this forever yeah, disney i i, I was it, talking right? to my wife tonight love it uh because i'm trying to figure out where in walt disney world have i eaten more than any other place i am 97 percent sure it's cosmic rays We've eaten there on almost every trip, even random rope drop radio trips. It's the only thing for like a full meal on that side of the park. And uh, it, it's always decent food. You get your burger and fries or weird burger. and Yeah, they always do their specialty things that may or may not kill you. Yep, that's true. Yeah. But like um, I, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, we've eaten there every time. Uh, they had the Descendants Dance Party in there one year. It's really great. And let's not forget the entertainment of Cosmic Ray. Yeah. I mean, him and his background singers, and they put on a good show over and over and over again. Uh, not to be missed. I, I would say love it, but it is the absolute stereotype of theme park food. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Like you think, oh, we're going to a theme park. It's just going to be burgers and fries. Well, that in chicken nuggets, Yep. that is Cosmic Ray. So if you're looking for that... But Sunny Eclipse, come on. Yeah. He's the man. He is great. My kids love him. Kids all over love him. So Mm -hmm. even if they redo that restaurant, I really hope they keep him. Yeah, I think they've added some seating over the last few years where they've enclosed some of the outdoor seating, brought it in, uh, which was needed because during rain and that sort of stuff, it can get pretty crazy in there. But uh, it, it is busy. I would say is the worst thing about Cosmic Race. And they've done away with the nonsense of Bay 1, 2, and 3 having different stuff. They've just done away with that pre-COVID. Now, of course, it's mobile order, so they tell you where to go. But, um, yeah, Cosmic Race. Going to love it. Love it. All right. A little bit different one here. Anti-gravity galactic goodies. I've realized I've been there one time. I guess keep it. I never think about going there. Well, it's not whether we're keeping things or not, Derek. Look, it's do you just skip over it? Do you leave it behind? Do you I go leave past it behind. It? I, I go yeah, past you're, it. You're leaving it on yep. it. So my family lately has turned into a love it here. Um, we've been getting a lot of the the milkshakes. Oh, that's uh, why I cream. leave it. By the way, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's one that my family has kind of really embraced and loved. Um, some different smoothie options, that sort of stuff. So it is a it is a good ice cream option on that side of the park because you got your dole whip and your citrus swirl on the other side of the park over in tomorrowland you got your anti-gravities galactic goodies so it's a it's a love it for the mcknights but i'll leave it for the sassmans okay well just this sassman all the other ones can eat ice cream i can't all right so not last but not least here joffrey's coffee and tea company so I've been here one time, and it was one of the worst experiences I've had with any dining in Walt Disney World, and I, wow. I I know it was bad. I leave it. I had really, 
really bad coffee that I couldn't even finish. And that's saying something because I, I drank really bad coffee before. I was I was convinced at the time, and this was probably four or five years ago, that they just left it out from the day before. I was like, this is so horrendous. And uh, I've never been back. Wow. Okay. I know they have some donuts there. Oh, okay. I've yeah, they do donuts. have those. I do love the donuts, but... Um, most people know that donuts are a staple of the Doug McKnight on vacation diet. I, I got to throw one out to Joe. So why did I go there instead of Starbucks? Because the line for Starbucks was a mile wide. We rope dropped Space Mountain and I was like, heck, there's no one here for coffee. I'll get my coffee here. That was a mistake. So, Joe, I know you're questioning that. I heard it in my head and now we make our line be line back to Starbucks. All right, there you go. So uh, leaving that, doing the Starbucks, or you might as well just drink the Joffrey's in your room with a little K-cup, right? I've done it. You've seen me do it. Yep. Yeah. All right, there is one more um, sometimes seasonal dining option, and that's the Tomorrowland Terrace. Yep. And this, it's just so inconsistently open and with menus that – it's hard to say that we can rate it really. It's current iteration though, I like because Columbia Harbor House is closed because essentially they're using Columbia Harbor House for the queue for Peter Pan. So Columbia Harbor House is closed, so they're serving most of the menu of Columbia Harbor House over at Tomorrowland Terrace. Lots of outdoor seating, which is a plus with COVID. So the current iteration is good. Back in the day, it used to have like noodle bowls, which were really good, something different. The Almost the exact opposite of Cosmic Rays, right? The stereotypical theme park food and then like noodle bowls. We don't expect to see that, but it just – like it clo- still, it closes at 4. I don't understand why you need to stay open through 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and then close at 4 when people are going to look for dinner. Well, they have it a lot of parties my happening, mind. like Halloween. They always but have not a party right now. there. No, not they're close, now, They're course. closing right now Yes, four. okay. It doesn't make any sense. Like, stay open through dinner. So, but that's Tomorrowland Terrace, um, which is seasonal at best. Yep. Right? But, here's how seasonal it is. I've not been there. And we've tried to go there. The one time we made a plan to go there, it's still one of my favorite things. Uh, they were doing uh, some sort of food party. Like all the vloggers, bloggers, and media Yeah, they were do there. the media event. The media there, event. And I was like, oh, we were going to. I was like, not only was I bummed out that we couldn't eat there, I was bummed out that we weren't invited to the media event. So it was a double like, oh. Yeah. It's rough, Derek. They it do was. the dessert parties there. And when those come back. Sign me up. There we go. I like it. Which, is it really in Tomorrowland at that point? Hard to say. All right. Should we move on to shopping? Sounds good. So shopping in Tomorrowland. First, we got Star Traders. Anything exceptional about Star Traders? I've never shopped there, really. What? I know. You've never shopped? I've been in there. We tend to go through there. We've gotten some things there lately claire got a stitch hat not too long ago a lot of stitch merchandise in star traders um a lot of pins um ap stuff is in there yep I as well that. yep so they have a nice variety and it's way less crowded than the emporium and it's not i mean it is small it's, it's not huge small. yeah but they have good variety um of things and some Tomorrowland specific sort of stuff. Here we go. Um, I will show you because I just got this in the mail and I have it right here. I did see this guy 
Can you see it? There we go. Oh, no. no we'll put it that way. What is that, Doug? Ba- baby Yoda. You yeah. got a Baby Yoda magic band. I did. And so I, I saw that there and ordered it. That, so that's the closest thing I got to buying something there. All right. So that's a good shop. Yep. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i do the love it rather than leave it on that one. All right. So Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. Do you even know where this is at off the top of your head? When off the top of my head, that? no. No, I didn't. Yeah. It's the exit to Space Mountain. Oh, there you go. Yep, it's the shop you go through as you leave Space Mountain, which if you actually stop and turn and look around, it's quite large. Yeah, actually, I, we've met with some of our patrons, uh, Maddie and I have, in there before with uh, Christina from uh, Epic, Disney, Epic Disney, Disney Escape. There you go. Yep. It's a pretty good-sized shop. I mean, is it anything special? I don't know. Can you look at your Space Mountain photos? Yes. You know, if you don't have the photo package already, that's a place I believe you can do that. Um, I don't think there's really anything to write home about, though, other than it's an exit to an attraction, right? That's about it. That's Yeah. All right. Merchant of Venice. So is that the little kiosks outside of Space no, Mountain? Nope. No. Okay. No. no. This. These are none of these are kiosks. Okay, because I didn't know where kiosks. this one was when I read it on your list. It's it's right on the corner, past where Stitch's Great Escape was, as you before you get to uh, Anti Gravity's Galactic Goodies. Oh yes, I have been there. Okay. Yep. So Got it's it. a pretty good size shop. It is. You're right. Um, it's it's the big one in Tomorrowland. For some reason, closed right now. At least it was when we were last there, but. Could be who knows. I have Disney not been in there it any in day. a couple years, probably. It's, it's got your uh, normal Disney merchandise. Yep. As a, a fairly good shop, so I would say it's a love it because it's a good alternative if you have kids and you need to look for a souvenir. It's a good alternative to going to the Emporium because the Emporium is so big, and to get through the Emporium can take some time. Uh, it's as usually I busy. now know, it takes time to even get in with the line. Yeah, currently a line for the emporium so it's a nice alternative it's not going to have the selection but it does have your you know stuffed your plush mickeys you know it's a good place to find that so that is the merchant of venice shop so we got one more shop left derek and it's another ride exit it is the buzz Lightyear space ranger spin uh spin uh, which is a shop that is as big as my closet right now, mm-hmm. but has some Buzz Lightyear and Toy Story things involved. Yeah, a little bit of Pixar. Um, also, it's right after where you see your pictures, and um, it's where you stop. If you get Galactic Hero, you take a picture of your score, you go to the counter at the shop at, right at the end there, and you show them your, your perfect score, and they give you a sticker that says Galactic Hero. And that's, so that's about, the most important yeah, thing. That's, that's it. it's yep. a love it because you got to get your sticker. I've never bought anything it. in there, but I always do look at things because my kids love Toy Story. I believe I have purchased ponchos there before. Ooh, yeah. So that's a that happened. Nice. We we usually wait and just buy ponchos when we need them. That happens. And we have them for the rest of the trip, but uh, that's been a poncho purchase. But, yeah, you got to love it because that's where you get your sticker, Derek. That's true. I've gotten a few stickers. Three, I believe, at least. Four. I'll have to look back. Got to collect those stickers. Got to get them all. All right. Shall we move on to the the main attraction? The main one. The attractions, literally. We'll start. uh, We'll go in the order they are in the the old map. All right. So it starts with Tomorrowland Speedway. And just to clarify, there's a height requirement. 
So you have to be 32 inches tall to ride, 52 inches tall to ride on your own. Here's the best part. Uh, I have a dry erase board, like a full body one. And so we have marks that show where uh, each ride is. And Olivia, my oldest, wanted me to do Tomorrowland Speedway. So we have a mark at 52 inches. And she is 50 inches, Doug. And we are there in about 30-ish days. I said, I'm sorry, you're probably not going to make it. But yet she's drinking milk like it's, you know, the end of the world. Yeah, well... You know, driving on your own is not as exciting. I remember the first time a kids got to do it, they just basically complained about how tired their foot was from holding down the pedal. That's funny. It's a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of work. So Disney describes Tomorrowland Speedway as take a ride in your very own hot rod. I would that, never have described it, it nope, as a never, hot rod. Yeah, no, no, not at all. No, not the way. I mean, take your ride in, in your, your very 1970s own lawn mower sure. yeah. that's been modified to look like a race car. I mean, I like hot rod. Are we getting to the like it or love it part of this? Do we like it or do we love it? I, I don't. Or leave or, it. Or leave it. I mean, do we love it or do we leave it? I got to leave it. It's been driving I, me nuts the last few years that I've been going. I, I it's, What sucks is I do enjoy the attraction. I love taking my kids. But the gas smell is really starting to get to me, even through a mask. And I just feel like Tomorrowland, futuristic. Why are we using go-karts from the 1970s that I actually saw in a Disney documentary? They're still using the same ones. You have Elon Musk, who's worth like a bajillion dollars. They can't do Tesla, co-op, electric, Tomorrowland, futuristic. I feel like it's printing money at this point, and yet it's not there. Even... Chevy with the Volt or somebody. Something. Doesn't have to even be. There's electric cars with every major company now. It doesn't even need to be Tesla. It'd be a good advertisement for Ford or Chevy. Anybody. I just don't understand why in a futuristic area of your park. And this ride is actually what has dropped it the fastest out of all of them for me. uh, Is because I'm just like they haven't updated it with, with future technology. Yeah. And I can tell you, my my kids love it. Oh, my kids do too. Absolutely. Yep. It's one of those attractions that as soon as you can drive a vehicle, it's a leave it. Yep. Right? As soon as you can. Because it's even one of those things. Say you're with a group of friends. It's not like you're racing your group of friends. You're just slowly following each other. Mm -hmm. So you don't even have that camaraderie on the track of passing somebody um, because you're all in the same lane. So it's it's really interesting. So, you know. Uh, that's one I want to hear from leave our it. listeners. Love it, leave it. What do you think of Tomorrowland Speedway? Yeah. Go. I'll leave it. Kids love it. There you go. All right. What is next in Tomorrowland, Doug? All right. The next attraction listed is Space Mountain. You need to be 44 inches tall to ride. Blast off on this coaster ride in the dark. There you go. That's the description. I I'll be feel honest, I love it. And you love it because we did a bonus episode no. a couple of years ago where I mic'd you up and you did it. And it is hilarious. If you are a new listener, go back. I don't know, 100-ish episodes. Find Doug on Space Mountain. It was bonus show. It is the love it, love it episode that we have done. I do not love it. It's great. It's even better when you're with Doug and you're laughing That's... hysterically behind him. 
Uh, that was me. So it, I love it even more now after experiencing it with you. Um, but no, this this attraction is incredible. It it blew my mind as a kid. I still enjoy it today. Uh, now I'm even having more fun with my kids enjoying it. And then they do things at Mickey uh, Halloween where it's in complete dark. And yeah. I just it, it, it's just so much fun. So one that I hope is always around at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, all the places. Yeah, my family loves it. I will leave it in a heartbeat because, nope, hard I mean, pass. I mean, literally a heartbeat as we go in. It's like, do you have a heart condition? You should not ride this. And, Doug, you do. Right. And yeah, we still rode it. You, you got me on there. I did. could have died, Derek. You could have. I would have felt terrible. You should. Yep, I did. Yep. You should. All right. On to the next one here. Listed on the map. Astro Orbiter, pilot your own spaceship high above Tomorrowland. They they make it sound like you're yeah, a pilot. Yeah, you're, you're really yeah, in charge there. No, I, you I do, am you're in charge of the up and down. Up and down, and that's about it. Uh, I leave this one. I've realized I can't well, do it. The, for some reason, I get really sick as it comes down. Like, I'm fine as it's spinning up high. I'm fine on Dumbo and carpets but as they bring it down i don't know what it is with uh just I, my brain astro orbiter's nuts it 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 makes me sick and then i it, like i stumble for a good five minutes afterwards it's all in your head Derek. i'm sure it is head. i thought it was but then you and me did it oh, in september gosh, and I, I should have never went on it in september i should have yelled at you for going on she, it. It yeah she's better. like why are you going on i'm like because i want to and i should have i should have left it yep should have left it I don't know who really loves this attraction. There if you love this attraction, let us know. I mean, this is the slowest loading attraction on Earth. It is. You got to take terrible. a weird, it's even worse during COVID. Ride, right? Because you have the elevator yep. rides. Uh, it's just, it's special. It is. I'm leaving it. Not even a debate in my mind. I should have never done it in September. I had to sit down for a while afterwards, if you, you remember did. right. I do yeah. remember. <sighs> All right, are we moving on from that moving horrible on, yep. experience? Good views, though. You do get good oh, views. Oh, great, yep. But not yeah. the best in Tomorrowland. It's because you're trying not to, like, lose your phone over the side with the G-forces. That's true. Yeah. All right, next up. Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. All right, no height requirement here. Ride this mass transit system of the future. I freaking so. love this ride. That is the best views in Tomorrowland. In fact, it's not open right now. Who knows? I mean, it's testing right now. I saw that. Okay, so if you go at nighttime, dusk, oh my gosh, this ride is magic for me. We try to do it right as sun sets, maybe right after dinner, and uh, we love it. My kids love it. I love it. My wife loves it. We've done live streams from there on Rope Drop Radio, you and me. It's it's like 14 minutes long of pure relaxing entertainment. Yeah, it's my speed. Not gonna lie, it's definitely my speed. And uh, our kids did a yes program class um, about a decade ago. Samantha and Alden did, and they learned about hydraulics and some other physics stuff. And so they talked about the people mover because it's um, propelled by magnets. So it's an induction magnet system that keeps it moving. So, magnet power. So, that's kind of cool. They should talk more about that while you're on the ride. Makes sense. 
Yeah, it's not in Epcot. I feel like if it was in Epcot, they'd they'd talk to you about it, little edutainment, but uh, but they don't. But uh, you get to see the original Epcot model. Oh yeah, what, I love you that. know the city that was it was supposed to be, but it's not at all. I always love going through Space Mountain, and one time we saw it with the lights on. Yeah, that's always fun when you yep. see that. So. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Nice way to get off your feet, relax. When everything else has a long line, it usually doesn't. But uh, it's a good one. All right, Derek, let's tackle this next one, see uh, where we're at. Because we both love the last one. All right, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Travel through the 20th century to see how technology has improved our way of life. The accurate description. It is. I mean, that is way better than right Tomorrowland there. Speedway. Great you know. big beautiful tomorrow. Um, uh, leave it. I I I do this once every seven to ten years, and especially the last five minutes of that attraction drives me insane. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say love it. Okay, I figured because, we'd be different on this one. Yeah, because I I really do. I really like it. Um, I try to do it. Every other trip or so, at least once a year for sure. Um, I may or may not get my family on it with me every time. Sometimes I'll go on it while they're on Space Mountain. Um, it's a nice alternative for me. Um, but I just enjoy the storytelling. Does the last scene need updating, in my opinion? Absolutely. I think just update the last scene. I like the first scenes. The kids get exposed to some history they have no idea about, right? They think the 80s was ancient history. So, I mean, seeing the turn of the century in the 40s, 60s really is shocking to their system. Yeah. But uh, um, I like it. The last scene, definitely. I mean, with Alexa and those sort of things and Siri, you can do almost everything uh, Another in that one of those scene. things where I, I can't believe there's not a corporate sponsor somewhere. Jeff Bezos, like, hey, let me just jump in and please let me help you update this. I don't know. Yeah. Well, just Jeff, Jeff Bezos is—he's just stepped down, so he's good. But, yeah, he's uh, done. He but come on, Apple. Yep. Apple, Apple, there you go. Get in. Just get in there. All right. I think uh, so. That was a one and one there, which I, I'm not surprised by that. The next one I don't think will be a one and one, Derek. It's Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Fire lasers to defeat Zerg in this shooting gallery-inspired game. I stupidly love this attraction. Uh, yeah, like I, to a more point than that I, I don't even understand. Like if I don't get Galactic Hero, I am I I I will wait in line again. I will just walk yeah. off and I will get back on. Um, I've rope dropped it at least three or four trips. It has been the first thing we've done. I do it by myself a lot when everybody goes to Space Mountain. I rope drop it while they rope drop Space Mountain. So I usually get the first galactic hero of the day. Nice. I've done that. I did that. Uh, Olivia and I rope dropped. It was great. There's no one in front of us. I had a galactic hero in like the second room. You know, and it's a lot easier to shoot at the right targets when no one around you knows what they're shooting at. Yep. So when I ride with my kids, it's hard to know if I'm the one hitting it or if it's the kids or Michelle. And, but when you're on your own, you know, if you're getting the target, or I, I do think it needs a refurb. I think it just needs a little upgrade right now. Uh, after being on it this last time, maybe, I don't know, do what they've done and uh, have the removable 
shooters? Nah. No, you like the nah, cannon grips? Keep the challenge. Okay. Of not being on full range. Maybe you know, maybe really mess with people and just change what targets do what damage. Oh, that would be awful. Don't say those things. Okay. Don't say that out loud, Derek. All right. All right. You, what? I'm just saying. What are you? Are okay. you okay? Let's not do that. Galactic Hero is important. It is. I agree. And I love this attraction. Um, but yeah, I think it, it it just needs like some paint or some little love. I'd be good with paint, but I mean, just keep it the way it is because you're not going to compete with Toy Story Midway Mania. Oh, no. You'd have to totally gut it and re redo it. No, you don't it. need to do that. Because if you're going to do a major overhaul, you almost have to do something like that, right? Kind of like what they're bringing into the Spider-Man attraction out in California, what that looks like. That would be, I think, the direction they could go yep. if they really gut it. But I think until they gut it, it's going to stay I agree. as it is. Exactly. And, and it's fine. Um, you know, so many people go to the Magic Kingdom, don't even venture to one of the other three parks. They have no idea what they're missing in Toy Story Midway Mania, right? Good point. They don't even know what's what's outdated about it. So... Even though it's, I mean, how old is it? It's late 90s? Oh, yeah. Like, it's been around a while. It is. As much as it hurts me to say that about the late 90s being a while. So, that's a love it. We love it, yep. All right. Last attraction, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Not currently open, but it should open up eventually, right? It's a people eater. I like it. It on is that front. It it's... is great. I mean, I always time getting to that queue at the wrong time, but oh, uh, yeah. I, I've waited so many minutes of my life in that queue. But uh, it's a love it beyond love it. Like I laugh out loud mm -hmm. every time. Uh, my kids love it. My wife loves it. It is just pure bliss being there. It. The only thing that bothers me is in Tomorrowland. Does it need to be there? Like a part of me still wanted them to do a whole monsters area, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I think it would have worked better there. I always felt like yeah. it's out of place in Tomorrowland, but you, you I know do what enjoy it, it. Where it should be is we should have replaced Ariel's over at Hollywood Studios, yep. and then we got a door coaster back yep. behind there. Uh, that, that was proposed, I don't know, ten I, years ago or so. Yeah, that's yeah. what it should have been. But you know, I love that it's it's the same show every time. But it is different every time. It's yep. never identical. Uh, if you go to it enough, you know the different variations that you're going to see. Live actors doing the voices, right? We had one on our show. Ron Snyder was on um, earlier in quarantine times. Um, he talked about writing it. He was one of the writers and then uh, original voices. And, uh, yeah, it's great. I have yet to be that guy, but it's I definitely good. fit the bill of that guy. I, mean, I don't know, man. I always have, like, a, a that guy who's got a mullet and cut-off shirt. Oh, I don't know. Mine usually just looks grumpy to be there. That, too. Which, you know, that guy. Um, yeah, one time Michelle got uh, called on when uh, Buddy Boyle was doing his uh, telepathetic powers mm. and didn't quite hear the number Michelle said, and he answered wrong. And then after he was off the stage, he's he continued whispering to Michelle and asking various numbers. So we make fun of her every now and then. Of, That's fine. Olivia it, and I is got it called. We uh we were wearing matching rope drop radio shirts. Oh. And that that got us picked out. 
like in the beginning when they're kind of going rapid fire around. Yep. They, yep. they didn't, did they make you get up and dance or buy churros? What happened? Oh my gosh. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was something they came over and said something to Olivia. Oh, this was, I mean, story. she, I know she was really great little. Story there. This would have been like right after we started the show. So, okay. uh, yeah, I can't remember. We've done too many trips at this point. I can't remember everything. Oh man. You need to start writing things down. Uh, you sound like my memoirs. wife. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. How about we move on then? Well, we that, love is it. The that is the last attraction. But, but, but we're missing something. Stitch, what are we we doing with the Stitch's meet and greet? Are we loving it? Do we like it? I mean, there are no meet and greets right now, but I I know I like I'll love any meet and greet because it adds something more for families to do. It's another thing. Um, We need to do something with the Stitch building. It's been too long. You know, Stitch has been out on the stage. They have that one stage there that they just can't ever seem to figure out what to put on it for more than a week. And so Stitch will come out, and um, sometimes they'll do the dance parties with Monsters, Inc. characters yep, out yep. there. And that's a great interactive thing when that's all going. I will tell you a story with that stage. We did yeah. the uh, diaper dash, and Ooh. Callum won the diaper dash back when he was 9, 10 months old. Speedy little crawler you got he was, there. Yeah, so uh, I love that area of Tomorrowland. Yeah, we've done a lot of Monsters, Inc. dance parties but uh, I, I just feel like that whole area of the park needs a facelift because it no longer fits the idea of tomorrow. You know, the one thing that I'm surprised they haven't done a full reefer bond is go the route that Disneyland Paris. I was went. about to say that. Yep. Yeah. They went with Discovery Land and it was its theme is the future Steam that never punk. was. Yep. Jules Verne type of stuff. So there's dirigibles and there's the journey to the center of the earth. There's the Nautilus, that sort of stuff. And so in space mountain over there is more like rock and roller coaster. It's got a launch that's on the outside. It's, it's crazy. It goes upside down a whole bunch. I could not go on it, but uh, yeah, that's, that's one way. I think, I think that's coming right. The next time they want to dump money into it. However, I don't know when that's ever going to be now. No. When they're going to just dump money to fix theming. Nope, I don't see Especially, that ever happening. We need to talk about an, an addition that's looming over a the A little backside. attraction that we've been taking pictures of and keep posting every time we see it getting built. Tron? Tron light cycle coaster. Uh, I yeah. think that is going to be such a great e-ticket and a wonderful <laughs> addition that Magic Kingdom absolutely needs. Yeah, a real full-on coaster, right? Yep. Um, and it's going to look fantastic. It's gigantic. It is. Um, that the cover over the track lights up. And you're going to see that from the Seven Seas Lagoon as you come across. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's that big. That big. Um, so it's it's going to have a – it has an impact on the skyline. Um it's really going to draw people over to Tomorrowland more than already are. And it drives me nuts because more people are going to go to Tomorrowland and it just needs so much love in some other places. So Mine Train will finally not be the, the place to go after That's a while good. there. We need to talk about Fantasyland someday. It's probably next on okay. our list. All right. When, yeah, a couple months down the road and kind of yeah. go around. But yeah, this one was interesting because it just blows my mind how as a kid, I mean... The one thing they do have is music. 
as you walk in, you hear that Tomorrowland music, which is iconic, and it kind of puts you in a good mood. But, yeah, as an adult, you're right. Maybe when you turn 16 and you can drive, that's when it starts uh, going down the list. Yeah. And that music, there's some great YouTube background music loops. And the Tomorrowland loop on YouTube is a great one to have on in the background while you're working on some project. Um, That's a good one. The music is very iconic in Tomorrowland, very similar to Epcot's Future World music and entrance music in my mind. I like both. They're good. Yeah. Some of my favorite loops other than the Magic Kingdom entrance and Main Street, of course. Those are good, too. A lot of good ones. All right. Well, that is it. Tomorrowland, in a nutshell, all the attractions, all the shopping, all the dining. We want to hear from you. Love it. Leave it. We'll put a few of these on... um on our social media, which means you're going to need to follow us at Rope Drop Radio on all the things and let us know your thoughts about everything. All right. And uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, backtothemouse.com. Joe over there is making a blog full of information about Disney cruises, Royal Caribbean cruises, lots of stateroom pictures. Also, uh, he calculates out the cheapest cruise per night and lets you know which one you need to book. Yeah, go to backtothemouse.com uh, and then check out their social media as well. And Joe, I'll challenge you to post your favorite attraction in Tomorrowland this week. So uh, check out his social media accounts and do that. And we also need to thank our other sponsor. That is Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen herself. She can help you book a trip to any of the Tomorrowlands at any of the theme parks because Disney does have a few of them. And Well, not any of them, Derek. The ones that Disney owns. That's true. Okay. Well played. Yes. And the ones that are currently open. Open. That's where I was going with that. So (laughs) whenever you listen to this episode, Michelle would love to book a uh, trip with you. She can give you a quote and all the things. A lot of good discounts right now. So a good time to get in our list, especially 2021. It's going to be a a wonderful time to travel. As Doug has said in the beginning of the episode, he got a second shot. People are getting healthy. Numbers are going down. So uh, think about doing Disney this year. Put it on your bucket list, and um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a good time. So definitely email her. Her email is in the show notes. And then we want to know: Did we offend anyone? Is Tomorrowland your favorite attra- or your favorite land? Did we, I'm sure we upset someone, Doug? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure someone's yelling. I, I did make a list, and I'll share my number one on the list. I bet we have the same number one, Doug. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Oh, our favorite land. Land. Favorite land. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Galaxy's Galaxy's Edge. I figured. That's what Tomorrowland should be in a weird way. The new Tomorrowland, because it's Star Wars, but it's a long time ago, so it's not tomorrow. Makes sense. Anyway, that is all the time that we have, because we got to get to our Patreon show. Be sure to check that out in the show notes. But thank you so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio.